You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Callie Combs has made her footprint in the online and digital marketing space by educating entrepreneurs on how to excel the digital marketing world by teaching creative and sustainable social media marketing solutions. Creative director and founder of Social Pal Cal, a branding and strategic marketing agency, they help the overwhelmed nine to five entrepreneurs simplify their social media strategy while maximizing their time. Their agency's strategic techniques bridge the gap between creativity, community, and storytelling. With over 10 years of social media, digital marketing, and brand development experience, Callie focuses on online brand growth and development, content marketing and planning, social media consulting, and providing sustainable social media marketing strategies to her clients. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you can grow your business and make money. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and I am so excited today because we're talking about content. And you listeners know exactly how I feel about content and how important it is to help you grow your business, especially if you are doing this organically. And I'm talking to Callie today, and I am so excited excited because she is another social media expert and you guys know I have the best social media strategists, experts, and marketers right here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. So welcome Callie. How are you today? Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I'm super excited to be on your show. Excited to talk about content. So let's go. Yes, let's get into this content conversation. But first, can you let the listeners know a little bit more about yourself and your business? Yeah, so um, I've been in social media around around like 10 plus years. However, um, it was about five years ago where I actually started my business, Social Pal Cal. Um, we are a creative social media agency. Um, we do consulting as well as marketing. Um, I'm very, very big on content strategy as well as just helping the everyday entrepreneur starting out or whether they're a veteran and needing help on social to really figure out what's best for their content strategy, as well as organically grow on social media. Yes, I love that. And you're right. Content strategy is so important. And everyone may think about this differently. So today on this podcast, we're going to break down how to create great content that resonates with your audience, because it is important that your content does resonate with your audience and that it leads them to that call to action, whatever it is that you want them to do. Okay, so let's get into it. The first thing I want to talk about is what does great content look like for you? Like how do, does it, does it look a certain way? Should business owners focus on a certain area? What does great content look like on social media? So now, you know, social media has, it always is changing, but it's drastically changed since the pandemic. Over the last two years, authentic content that is real and raw um, is really been pushed forward. 
um, especially because of TikTok. TikTok's growth has really showed us that people really want to see authenticity. People really want to see the behind the scenes of really what it is that you do as a business or service provider and learn more about yourself. So my main thing now is really just knowing, showing that that content that you're putting out is truly authentic and it comes from a real place. Absolutely. And I think that when you say that real place, it's it's important that your content is authentic and true to your business. While there are hundreds, thousands, millions of other businesses and businesses that are online that may be doing the certain, maybe the exact same thing that you are doing, but just know that your content can stand out and be authentic and that will attract your tribe, your customers, your right fit people. So you don't have to be like anybody else. Of course, there's all these trends and all the things, but you don't have to jump on those. You can stick to what works for you. And I'm glad you said that because everything doesn't work for everybody. So I want to talk about when, say where I'm a new business owner. When I'm just starting out, I don't know anything about social media and I want to create my content strategy. What should I do first? Like, what should I look for first in my content strategy? So first, when we're talking about content strategy, I always break it up. I have like five pillars, content pillars that I use. Now, I'm going to say content topics because I know like pillars and I talk to new business owners, they're like, what the heck is that? I don't know what that is. So (laughs) I broke it down to five content topics. And the main ones out of those five are going to be what your business is about. Number one, that's going to be the educational content. Number two, you're going to talk about you. Like, what do you like? What do you, what are you into? Personalized content. And then the number three would be I call it shareworthy content or content that you're taking trending topics and you're making it related to your business some kind of way or you're taking a popular meme that people are throwing around and you're relating it to your business because that's going to help put more eyes on you organically because it's something that's already trending. So those are my top three. Yes, I like that when you said take something and put it so it's trending. I think that the trending, things that are trending now can definitely help you in your business. Um, and I want to dive a little bit deeper into strategy because I know that strategy, content strategy and the content plan are two different things and people get those mixed up. Can, so can you explain what you feel a content plan and a content strategy and what each are kind of like used for? Because I know many business owners, like you say, you're new and you're like content pillars, Content strategy, this all is the same thing. So can you tell us, uh, differentiate the two of those? Yeah, so the actual plan is what you're mapping out to go by, their content plan. But the strategy is the actual thought and process behind the plan. So how are you, you know, how often are you going to post? What type of content are you going to use? Are you going to use TikToks? Are you going to use Reels? Are you going to do post? Are you going to make a video about something else? I mean, that's the actual strategy behind um, what you're going to do with the plan. And so once you have the plan, the plan is the map and the blueprint of how you're going to post, where, when you're going to post the content. Um, also tracking the data on it. I'm really big on data because I feel like your consumers are going to show you what they like and what they don't like. So you have to cater towards your consumers 
and your target audience to make sure that you're putting out that best content that, that they're going to interact with and actually make an action for. Yes, make an action for. Call to action, right? That's so important. You want them to take Take action on your inspire action. I like that word. Like take inspire action from your post. If you are not telling them what to do, first of all, if you're not talking to their pain points and what they really need, that's how you, you're not going to, the content isn't going to convert, right? Because you want to be able to speak to their pain points, talk to that and say, okay, and then this is the inspire action you should take. Maybe you're struggling. You don't have, you don't know your content plan, but here's Callie saying, I have these content pillars. I have a strategy. I have a plan for you. This is what I have. Right. And that could be, like she said, in the form of reels, TikToks, podcast episodes, anything that you can share on social media. So I'm, I'm really glad that you, you said that. I want to next talk about updating content because I feel like I work with a lot of clients in social media management and I think a lot of businesses may not really understand when it comes to content what that can look like to be successful on social media. I feel that you should always be updating your content. I worked for a multi-million dollar beauty brand as the social media and digital marketing manager and I did everything. I'm talking about content strategy, content plan, content for the emails, content for the social media, content with the influencers, content for the blog. So content all around, okay? So it's different, right? If I'm working on a blog post, yes, that blog post has to do with everything that the business has going on, right? Maybe I'm sending out an email that also corresponds to a social media post because we have a campaign going on. But it's important to update that. I don't think that everything, you can't reuse it all the time. While you can, you should have a strategy on how often you should update your content. So how often do you feel that businesses should update their content bank? So I'm with you, Michelle. I, you should always be updating your content um, because that's why I'm big on data. Um, the data is going to show you, you know, if you have one post that you just keep posting, like you like, oh, I want people to see this, but they're not seeing it. They're not biting. They're not doing anything. How about you stop posting that post? <laughs> post something else <laughs> that that they're gonna get engagement with. So, with you're always if you're in a habit of always looking at your data and seeing and auditing your pages, that's something that a lot of people don't do. They just post willy nilly, hoping for the best, and they just like, oh, okay, well, I like this content, okay, but your target audience doesn't like it, so you need to think of something else. So to answer your question, you should always be updating your content because you should always be auditing your, your page, whether it's weekly, two weeks, every month. I do mine personally every month. I'm looking at my data and looking at what I posted that month and seeing what worked, what didn't work. What, what action based on what I said, did they take that action or did they not take that action? Um, I'm looking at my captions and I'm looking at how I worded things, how I said it, um, is there a way I can tweak that? So it's every little piece, as you know, every little piece of the puzzle um, that correlates into your content strategy. Yes, that and that's so important. And I think that when it comes to creating content, especially if you have a business, maybe you have product-based business, I think that you should probably do a photo shoot every quarter. What are your thoughts? Are you thinking like every quarter? Because you could... Yeah, because I feel like you can get so much content out of that. Maybe 
70 pieces of content if I'm being like really eager, right? Because you can repurpose it. So I want to talk about repurposing content for a second because that's important too. So what are your thoughts on how business owners maybe can make it easier for themselves when they are creating their content strategy and plan, how they can be forward thinking and thinking of how they can actually make the content that they have work for them even longer if they repurpose it? Yeah, so I'm a totally a fan of repurposing, especially when something works. So, but you can also, if you did a reel, you know, you can also post that on TikTok. You can make that reel into an actual post on your Facebook. Um, whether you repurpose it that day or repurpose it over time, um, that could be a part. That's a part of your content strategy and plan, whatever you want to do. But as far as repurposing. I do it often. I'll make a post on Instagram and then I'll say the same thing on Facebook, but maybe tweak it a different way. Um, And then I'll say something else on TikTok, but I may make it more funnier, but the whole pattern is the same. Yes. Oh, that is so important. Like to make it all fit, but it's in different forms and you can always break up content in different ways. So I'm I'm so glad that you said that. Um, there are lots of business owners who feel that they themselves may not be a content creator or they may not, not know how to create compelling content. What suggestions would you have for those type of business owners who may be afraid to get in front of the camera or feel like they don't have enough time to create the content? What suggestions do you have for them when it comes to your content strategy? Oh, my goodness. Yes. You have the time, first of all, because if you're on Facebook or Instagram at any point in given time, you have the time (laughs) because most of the times we're aimlessly scrolling and doing every everything in the third, except for what we need to be doing. So I um, actually have um, a plan that I go by. It's an engagement. It's an engagement worksheet, and it helps you strategize your day as you're online in a strategic way, and actually make, marking off tasks while you're on social media to actually grow, but also to help make a plan in your mind of what you need to do and be intentional every single time you're online. Yes. And that is so important. I think that even for the business owners who may not want to show their face, maybe they can use Canva. Maybe they can use an app where you don't necessarily have to be the face, but some content needs to to be made. I also think about Working with other influencers and creatives, if you yourself as the business owner is not creative, maybe you can partner with the influencer to help you build out that content. I want to know what your thoughts are with business owners, because we can talk about influencer marketing like that's a whole nother topic. And we have some episodes here on the Social Media Decoded podcast. So I know you guys have been binge listening. So go ahead and type in the search box for those episodes. But what are your thoughts on maybe brands hiring a brand ambassador or working with influencers to also get content? A lot of times, like depending on your budget, honestly, when you're starting out, a lot of small business owners, you know, they're they're hesitant with, I know in one hand, they want to get influencers and they're like, oh, I can get all these people to talk about my product or do this. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes they lean too much on that and rely solely on influencers where they haven't really mapped out their full social media campaign that they're going to do. They're just relying on the influencers and hoping for the best, you know, quote unquote. 
versus actually making a strategy behind it and that being just a, maybe a piece of what you're doing and not holistically the whole full strategy. But I'm definitely a fan of utilizing influencers when possible if that aligns with your budget because we need to pay our influencers their budget and that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> Yes, but you're not the only one who has said that on the Social Media Decoded podcast. You're like the third person that has said it. So I'm going to repeat that again. Pay creators what they are worth. We have to understand that if you were to hire a team, a celebrity to create this content for you, I guarantee you guys, you're listening. It will be 10 times more expensive than hiring an influencer who has a connection with their audience who could help you create that content that resonates with your audience, but they have to be the right person. You have to do that right type of research to know it's not just about posting pictures. You should have a plan, a campaign on, say you're launching a new beauty product. You need a campaign surrounding that on every aspect of your marketing, your digital marketing. And it's not just social media. That's one single piece. There's like 75,000, not literally, but there's a lot of other other pieces to that. So again, that can help you create that compelling content, but you're going to need to pay the creators. It is not cheap. There's lights and all those things. Again, we can go into that in a different episode, but this is the third person that said this. I just have to bring attention to that. I also want to talk about, lastly, some some do's and don'ts because there are some do's and don'ts to you know, creating great content and putting out content. Do you have some do's and don'ts that you feel maybe business owners should stay aware of or stay away from when it comes to um, their content plan, their content strategy? Some do's and don'ts of content. Number one, let's stop the blurry photos. Like, I don't know why people are still posting blurry photos that we can't read in 2022, but let's stop the blurry photos. So that's number one, especially on Instagram, because Instagram is still, although they are transitioning to video, they're still a photo heavy platform. So you got to, you know, judge it up some. Put some lightning in there. You know, don't don't just make it so plain, especially when you are selling something. People have to see your product or see you if you have a service. So that's number one. Um, other than that, as far as some do's and don'ts, definitely just take note of your product or your service and really, um, you know, do your best work when it comes to even having a photo shoot and having a brand photo shoot. Um, I think people shy away from that because they're looking at like, oh, it's too much money. But honestly, you end up saving money because you can shoot everything at one day or at one time and have content readily available for you to put out um, for weeks or months or even for three months, depending on who you use to actually create that content from the photos you've taken. So really taking advantage of um, great photography, great videographers. Um, content batching. Um, well, those are my do's and, and my don't is let's let's stop the blurry photos. <laughs> yes, yes, I am in agreement with let's stopping the blurry photos. And um, we do, I, I do agree that we just need to pay attention to what we're posting. And I really like what you said about the batching of content. And it's something I stress to my clients all the time is you can do one shoot. 
in every quarter and have content for the next three months and not have to think about it. Yes, it's going to be an expense because I want everyone to listening to know that although social media is free, it's technically not free to market on this app, right? Because you're going right. to have to spend or and invest in something, whether that be lights, whether that be a light box to take your, you know, your product photos in. These things don't have to necessarily be expensive, but you do have to understand that if you want to create the best type of quality content, lighting is important and these things are important. So investing in them and creating plans and strategies to continue to create better content will just help you along the the journey. So thank you for that. So this has been such a great episode and I'm so happy that you stopped by the Social Media Decoded podcast. You're welcome. But before we end today, can you let everyone know where they can find you and what you have going on? Yeah, so you can follow me, of course, on Instagram at Callie Combs. If you want to get a glimpse of my goofy, silly side, you can follow me on TikTok (laughs) um, at at Callie Combs. That's kind of where I show like the real and raw me for a second because I'm very goofy and silly. I love to laugh. Um, right now what I'm working on, I'm actually creating a, uh, a app. So I'm creating an app for black business owners in the state of Louisiana, um, which is a caveat towards an app I made for the city where I live two years ago. Um, but now we're developing that and making it statewide. So I've been working on that for a little while. It takes some time to get it right. But our page is go black biz, go is spelled G E A U X. If you're from Louisiana or the South, you know we put e, we put AUX on everything. So, <laughs> so that's currently what I'm working on right now. Um, another project that is near and dear to my heart. Other than that, I do have my platform, Social Lit Academy, that I'm starting. It's in beta testing right now, and we'll be starting that prayerfully about June. Um, and that's for small business owners to just learn more about social media marketing, but also have me in there with them, helping them, guiding them, teaching them all things social media. So yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. Yes. And thank you for sharing all of that. And yeah, I, I love Louisiana. So it's so cool that you're working on that app and congratulations on everything. Thank you so much. I've been following your journey and I'm just super excited. I was asked to be a part of your podcast. Yes. No, thank you so much for all the support. And we will definitely leave all of Callie's information down in the show notes. So make sure you guys connect with her. And yeah, this has been a really great episode. Again, thank you, Callie, so much for stopping by the Social Media Decoded podcast. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.